Hello, dear Doc. Hello, and welcome to the Documenters Podcast, the podcast about the films known as documentaries. I'm your host, your most host, Bob Sham, and each week an ally joins me to discuss a different documentary, and Listener Request Month is in its passionate throes. In this case of brotherly poverty, an accused murder might stay with us for a while. A Mr. Moody requested this. Johnny finally returned with me to discuss Joe Berlinger and Bruce Sanofsky's 1992 film, Brothers Keeper. And yes, dried cum gets mentioned. Now with more dried cum. Next week on the show, we got a true idiot delinquent and the director who once knew him from a Big Brother program years ago has returned and wants to save his former ward unfortunately stevie is angry and lashing out and seems completely incapable of making a good decision or a positive thought also he's being accused of something particularly awful ginger and i will be discussing the documentary stevie by steve james and quite frankly i might have to clip the entire flick because the sentences in this shit jeebus christ Brief song credits in this episode include the MASH theme by Al DeLore, and also we goof on Hank Williams Jr. a bit, and that's it. Talkingpicturespodcast.com if you want to fap out to pictures of us. That's what you do with pictures of us. Five stars in a review on Apple Podcast is the best and most helpful way to spread word about the show, and you can share episodes with pretty much any app. We're on all of them. Pick a favorite and share it with a friend who might get a kick out of documentary discussions these are the ways in which you help the show let's talk about some very special brothers and some very interesting rumors about them all right here we go keep on docking here is a motion picture film a thousand feet sixteen thousand separate photographs let's tidy up this tangle of film by putting it on a reel remember this question Mr. Ward from the statement, how do you feel about his pain? Remember that question being asked? Yes, I remember that question. Remember the answer? I felt that he should go to the doctors. My feelings were that I felt Bill would be better off away from his pain, so he wouldn't be in pain and hollering anymore. Well, I remember that. You gave that statement, right? Yes. Remember this question? After Bill went to sleep, what did you decide to do? Yes, I remember that question. Remember giving this answer, I decided to put my hand over his mouth. I reached around behind him with my right hand and put it over his mouth. He struggled for a little bit, but then stopped. I wanted to make sure that Bill wasn't suffering anymore, that he was dead. Yes, I remember that. You remember after, giving that answer? I remember giving that answer after they showed me how I'd done it down there and told me how I'd done it. Remember this question, how long was your hand over his mouth? Yes. The answer, about five minutes. Well, that's what they told me. That's, that's the answer you gave. That's the answer they told me, and I get agreed with them. And a request, mom. <laughs> is this the last week that we're doing? This might be the last week. Is it? I don't know. Either you or Ginger is the last week in Listener Request Month. 
But we got we kind of got a lot to talk about here. I right? don't know. I have a hard time living in the future. It's not something that I really. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Who was that futurist artist that died recently? You know what I'm talking about? The futurist artist? Yeah, he would draw futuristic landscapes, like urban landscapes and shit. Oh, I wouldn't know. Yeah. They actually did look pretty cool, but this whoever he is, he died recently. That sucks. I don't and, like it when people stop living. Yeah, well, depends on who. Depends on who. Most people, it sucks. You know, even when someone who really sucks dies, you just think, damn, what a waste of a life. I mean, usually when you're thinking that person sucks. Like there that, was so much potential there, and then that just... Sure. Well, when you think someone sucks, the damage is done. So death is like whatever at that Fair point. Fair enough. But we're talking about, a, speaking of like injustice, I think. <laughs> this was requested by a user that I think lives in Georgia. But I got them confused with someone who lives in Seattle that I talked Whoa. to about the documentary Zoom. Whoa. But this person corrected me. is coast to coast. Nice person. Nice person. And they request. No, this isn't the one that they requested. Who fucking requested this? Who the fuck made me watch Mr. this? Mr. Moody. A C. Moody requested this one. Damn it, Chris. And I drew Damn it out Moody. of the hat. Yeah, we know him. It's not nepotism. I draw these out of a hat. That's fair enough. I mean, it's not like a large part of our listenership isn't our friends. And he recommended this film and said, if you want to get turned on, <laughs> you got to check out the film Brothers Keeper by Joe Berlinger and Bruce Sanofsky. This flick goes back to 1992, our oldest listener request month. I had no idea what this was going to be about because this entire time I thought it was that one documentary that was on Netflix about this evangelical guy seeking out his estranged gay brother. I guess but then was... when I finally watched Brothers Keeper, I was like, why did Bobby pick me for this one? It's. I just thought that if there's anything depraved going on, that it would be great to discuss it with you. <laughs> Fair enough. But first, let me do something that you'll probably be into. Reading the Bible. One moment, please. Oh, man. Oh, God. What? Which one? And Cain talked with Abel his brother and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him and the Lord said unto Cain where is Abel thy brother and he said I know not am I my brother's keeper do you have a brother I do not have a brother do you have a sister I have two sisters do you keep them I do not but would you if they needed you to sure yeah well that's very nice one of them, depending on the day. <laughs> Just kidding. Love y'all. We see a man, an old man, walking amongst the cows, where he's the most comfortable amongst these cows. Now, when I told you about this film, I was like, there's some abject poverty going on. Uh, that is some... And I, I gave you 10 guesses as to what state this takes place in. All of them were wrong. Yeah, I think you I hit... guessed like Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana... Yeah. Georgia, probably. Arkansas, for sure. You guessed, like, one of the Dakotas, which is pretty good. South Dakota. That was pretty good. I might have guessed West Virginia. No. New York. The great state of New York. Motherfucking upstate New York. Not far from Utica or Syracuse, those hot college towns. Mm. Kids can go uh, cow tipping up in uh, Munsville in Madison County, New York. Beautiful countryside. I, I had no say. idea it got that redneck. It's really city country more than state by state. It is, and we also forget that the Appalachian Mountain Range extends up into New York and into Canada 
all yes. the way up to like Newfoundland, somewhere around that area. And mountain folk are they like their own breed? Like they are their own breed. I'm not totally sure if this happens in the mountains, but seems like on the foothills. You it's know. whatever's going on seems pretty fucking Appalachian. Mm-hmm. Their accents seem like a cross between rural Canadian and New Arkansas. England. <laughs> yeah, it feels sometimes they sound southern, sometimes they sound like they might be Canadian. It's interesting. Gotta be honest, I wish I had subtitles when yeah. I was watching this because, okay, you and I, we've been around a lot of uh, a lot of people who other people find hard to understand. Sure, the way they talk, their thick accent. Oh, you're yeah. from the you're from the country in the south. I'm from the country in the south, and we've met a lot of boomhowers, and we can understand them perfectly. Yeah, these people, I was struggling. We got a Delbert Ward. We got the Ward boys. All right, all the Ward boys. We got Delbert Ward minus one. I'm thinking, just watching him. He's in jail. Speaking of the minus one, the minus one is a William Ward. He's dead. We got a Lyman Ward, who my heart goes out to this guy, Lyman. I'd probably be born to be nervous. You were born to be nervous. Probably. I ain't the only one nervous. There's a lot of guys around here nervous. Yeah. Very nervous Ward. He's the nervous Ward. He's literally having panic attacks. That guy needs some help, for sure. I mean, yeah. all these dudes need help. Well, I mean, they were they were interviewing him, and he was leaning up against his truck, right? Was it a truck or a tractor? Just almost hyperventilating. Yeah. And when he was he was talking about, I believe, when he was interviewed, he was nervous. And they're like, are you nervous now? And he's like, yeah, I've always been nervous. Yeah. Been nervous my whole life. And at one point in that interview, he goes, well, I'm going to go. And then he walks away. The camera kind of follows him but keeps some distance. And we watch him go into their house, which is like a board. He squeezes through like a big plywood yeah. that's propped against this concrete looks like a concrete shack of some sort. I mean, my heart goes out to all these guys, but we also got Roscoe. And he always complained his feet behind him. He always walked lame. Who's one of the more maybe second to Delbert, one of the more outgoing. He seems to be this doesn't sound I hope this doesn't sound um condescending but he seems to be the more intelligent one or at least the more sociable and personable one yeah roscoe's really looking for something and lyman needs like intense therapy delbert seems also very social too he's like very talkative you can tell he's almost like the vocal leader of most of them in a way we talked to a lot of neighbors uh walt geisler he talks about how they he gave a thousand dollar check to start up Delbert's $10,000 bail. Mostly pointed out that most folks would not really give the Ward boys. We call them boys, but they're like well past middle age at this point. Um, I'm pretty sure they're in their 60s. I think uh, I was looking to see when they died. Well, and- Delbert doesn't have teeth, so there's that. Yeah. I was looking to see when a lot of them died, and it was in the the aughts, the 2000s. Oh, my God. And I think, uh, Ro- I think was it Lyman or Roscoe that actually lived the longest they got to their 70s but the reason we should point out that delbert is locked why is delbert locked up delbert's locked up because he has been accused of murdering his brother by asphyxiation by putting his hand over his mouth for about five minutes until he passed away he had apparently signed a statement saying he did exactly that yes now we know a lot about false confessions Mm-hmm. It's the police's job to get you to confess if they believe that you did it. True. And they uh, 
and regardless of what people might tell you, they are allowed to lie, <laughs> like, a lot. It's an accusation of smothering, the last episode of MASH-style killing. And you've never seen the last episode of MASH, but some listeners know. Some listeners know. You know, I haven't, I don't think I've seen a full episode of MASH at all. Unfortunately, it's just something I haven't gotten around to. Well, years of laughs and poignant moments await you. You can and start... You can start with the commentary Rob- against the Vietnam War. Yeah, and you can watch the start with the Robert Altman uh, movie. It's a classic. You know, I really should. The Living Brothers are like Delbert didn't do this. Roscoe said that when he he got up, walked in, and William was gone, and they get, got their neighbor, a man by the name of Ken Elber, and it was around six a.m. Ken said he came over around six a.m. and pointed out that William's body was cool, not cold, not cold. Which implied that I don't know how long, you know, it takes for a body to totally cool down. But it implied that maybe a, a decent amount he'd been dead, but maybe not. A, but like if, say, he died in his sleep, covered up in covers or body heat from his brothers because they right. slept in the same bed together. Yeah, I didn't learn that until well into the documentary. I don't know if they said that in the beginning, but... Yeah, we'll get more into that later. There's a lot let's just keep going see moody what the fuck what the fuck moody <laughs> david goff a cousin they got family mm-hmm. uh said that he asked delbert what do you need and delbert was like get a suit and tie for bill then he said delbert cried when De- delbert was arrested that night it was said that he was very that he confessed when he was when he was arrested and delbert the director asked a lot of questions to delbert and you it seems like just delbert hates the questions but not enough to be like he go away, which right, which makes me think about him being interrogated. He's too yeah. country folks are kind of like this. They can not really care for you, but they'll be kind of too polite to just tell you to fuck off. That's true, and I think that's in Delbert's case. And can you imagine a bunch of like kind of old country folk just going in under and getting? I can imagine. I can see them being. Be like, look, this will all just be easier if you just write this down. And it's like, okay, officer, I just want to help out and just sign. I could see that happening quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. But then who was it that was standing out in the field telling us that he can't see what's in front of his face? Uh, he can barely read. Why did he sign this stuff? A lot of people are saying that he's just... No one. People are making no bones about it, whether they're saying it in front of the ward boys or not. That No, they're like... They've got some mental issues. They He's can't. a simple-minded boy. Yeah. Is what I keep hearing over and over. Country boy can survive. I love that part where Harry Thur- his uh, a friend, Harry Thurston, he's walking through a cemetery and he goes, A lot of history in this place. In a cemetery, you think, Harry? Yeah. And this is funny to see, like, elderly white country people argue on behalf of police reform. Well, any investigator in his right mind when they started interrogating these boys... Should have known that they didn't have the schooling and the stuff to enable them to do anything without an attorney. Should have known it. They're intelligent people, but yet they question them all without an attorney. And Delbert, to this day, don't know what in hell the wave his rights means. It's, I mean, this is this is a very white community, so yeah. And it seems it seems like it's. The police harassing poor folk who don't know no better, who don't know what a country folk might say, their ass from a hole in the ground. Just any of these people that are helping to put up bell money to get Delbert out 
could at any point in time probably have been like mean to these war boys growing up or throughout their lives. But when outside forces start to come in, it's like, hey, that's our trash. <laughs> you don't get to spit on only we get to spit on our trash. Country folks can survive. Damn straight. There was a scene that kind of reminded me of the times we've talked about the Southern folks, you know, like we can make fun of Southerners. Mm-hmm. Black people from all over the world can make fun of Southerners. Mm-hmm. White no Northerners. Yankee fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Can make fun of Southern people. Yeah, if you're. Yes, people of color have the right. Damn straight. It's we earned. fucked up hard. White people from everywhere else, I do get like a little charged up sometimes. Oh, dude, if you're from LA and you want to talk about how backwards the South is. Right. I'm just like, dude, fucking tell me Compton has it better. Yeah, I know. One of, the, one of the most segregated cities in the country. Yeah. I love LA. But oh. there was one part that that man and his wife were sitting in their house. Oh, uh, yeah. And she was talking about the Ward Boys. Yeah. Their relationship with the Ward Boys. They didn't have one. Well, now, like, going in down to the confections store or whatever to eat. I kind of hate to eat after they did. Wouldn't you? You, no. wouldn't, you know, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't. You wouldn't go right down, plunk your ass down in the same table that there were. Same chair. You'd move over a little bit, cause hell, uh, the smell might get the best of you. You know, they sweat, <laughs> they worked, and hell, I don't think they changed their clothes in maybe six months. They must well, have. But the husband was like, "But if someone from the big city comes down, comes to, down to throw it down." Acts like they know them better than we know them. Alf Cognetti, uh, he's their defense attorney. He sounds like a true New Yorker dude. We know for a fact that uh, two of the state troopers who interviewed a neighbor of Delbert's, in addition to asking about the case, asked if the neighbor was willing to sell his property. There's a lot of allegations. A lot of people uh, are saying that this could be a part of a land grab by the police because... And the police dismissed that, and it, they dismissed it in a weird way. Cannot fathom that there would be any reason whatsoever for anybody to want to have acquired that land other than another farmer to use it as farmland. Uh, and to suggest that any of the state police officers involved in the investigation would even consider doing something like that is just ludicrous. Well, we're not farmers. Why would we want farmland? Not all landowners farm all of their land. Land is money. Property is money. Acting like all the farmland in the United States has stayed farmland because <laughs> no one who wants to build a subdivision buys farmland. It was it was such a dumb excuse that it just lent it to the people oh who were God. against them. Dumb as hell. You know how uh, when, a, when a new calf is born, Johnny, let me give you some tips on... Oh, Calves yeah. being born. Okay. If one seems to have a hard time getting up, here's what you do. Put your hand over its mouth. Keep it from breathing for a little bit. And that calf, if it's meant to, will shoot right up and stand right up. Then them uh, war boys know that. Cause That's they, true. Because they got all these cows. And a, That's all they know. And a bus that holds various birds and, <laughs> That's and true. pigs. And they ain't got shit. They ain't got... Like, how do they even have... Livestock's expensive. They've just, I guess they've just been breeding this shit for generations. So that's part of what the prosecution is pointing out. Now, you talk to a lot of people, and I and they, Delbert claims at one point that 
well, at many points, that William was suffering. He was in a lot of pain. These weren't the guys to go to the hospital. And even if they did, they have the money for it. So they'd probably get charged like tens of thousands of dollars that they couldn't pay. And then it would pretty much put them in the red. And then someone would probably come see some land for some capital or some livestock and shit like that. We've got two competing theories at this point. Aside from the fact that Delbert killed Bill, which no one in town really believes. Well, there's a few people. It seems there's a few people. It seems like a lot of people are making up their own scenarios. There, a lot of people are willing to accept that that it didn't happen. But if it's somehow proven at all that it did, it's a mercy killing. First of all, what was Bill suffering from? Well, you see, back years ago, he got cut with a chainsaw, and that that always bothered him. What happened? Couldn't shut it off. With the chainsaw, what happened? <laughs> Cut him. They just talked about a lot of pain. Like, he was just yeah, he was sick, in pain. sick for an extended amount of time. Okay. There was the theory that Delbert was trying to wake Bill up. That like, he was, for some reason, trying to get him on his feet like a newborn calf. And that's yeah. all he knows. Yeah. He's a simple man. Apparently doesn't know how to deal with his brothers better than he deals with livestock so that's just what he tried and that's what he did because he's a simple boy and of course the other one was that they grew up and having plenty of them but whenever one of them was sick whenever one of them was in a lot of pain and it was not going to get better yeah that you just put it out of its misery that's the reality of farm life it's reality of farm life it's you you don't sit there here and call the vet and be like oh my god please uh, like if your horse has broken a leg or I've seen, actually I've seen some fucked up shit. I don't even want to talk about it. Right. Right. But you, what are you going to wait while this something, you know, is sure to die, put it out of its suffering. And these are not these fancy city folk from Syracuse making these theories. These are farm people. These are farmers who work with livestock. Yeah. And they're like these boys, that's all they know. Now, based on the evidence, now that we've watched the film, what do you think happened? God, that's hard to say because once sperm came into the picture, country boy can survive. Moody, what the fuck? What the fuck, Moody? He was like, I the sperm scene when they were talking about the sperm, obviously his favorite scene. And then there's the third theory, which I believe came from the prosecution, or at least one of the theories from the big city folk was that. This was sex gone bad. Let's delay that a little bit longer. Okay. I mean... And I admit that just that seems... That's been at the forefront of my mind this whole time. <laughs> that so. seems out there. That seems way out there. But Delbert's made his bell thanks to the community. And and they've, they're they going to a dance to save up money for their defense. Roscoe shaved for the dance. Looking pimp. Damn straight. Even Lyman showed up to the dance. He's just shaking at a table. Delbert is flirting. There's a potluck. It's straight up country country jigging. And the people who had never given him a party in their entire life are all of a sudden rallying around the ward boys. It's more it was a lot of fun when they were dancing alone. Jigging. Oh, yeah. Harry Teeple expresses views on how the city views the country. There's always been this antagonism between the big city and, and the rural areas. It, you know, uh, if, if you're born in a rural area and make it good, it must mean you go to the city and make it good. It's not you go down the road and start your own business. It's you go to the city and make it big. And city people, I think, are inclined to look at country people as bumpkins. 
as uh, probably not terribly bright, uh, maybe not awfully strongly motiv motivated, and nothing can be further from the truth if you see, see the way some of these farmers work. And I suspect the city stereotype is probably within the heads of the BCI and the district attorney, and they probably don't know it. It's just it's part of the culture that you think of rural areas that way. And honestly, he's kind of pragmatic in his explanations. He's not entirely wrong. Probably the smartest dude in the whole dock. Now, these ward boys, no, ever, no one ever threw the wards a party before this. Mm -mm. That kind of thing never happened. But now, yeah, people are dancing with him. Delbert, we pointed out, he gets, he does get a little frustrated with the interviews. Did they read it to you? Yes, they read it. Did you understand it? Some of it I did, some of it I didn't. But again, these country folk won't go say, just go away. Mm -mm. They have a picture of the body with a pillow over the face. But the first, the initial witness who said he came in, cool, not cold body, said that there was no pillow on the face when he showed up. There was a picture. I guess when they came in to examine the body, suddenly there was a pillow over the face. And they kind of used this as like maybe evidence. But it also seemed like it could have just been smothering accounts seem to, they can't keep their smothering accounts kind of straight. The prosecution is not looking very capable here. Well, no, and also, I mean, it's hard for me to make up my mind because I'm not entirely sure how strangulation works. How long do you have to smother someone before they're actually dead? Because five minutes can takes lead a, to permanent brain damage. It takes a long time. and But I don't think that could actually... Easier if the person is weak. Now, they're asking Lyman and Delbert their thoughts on women. You ever thought about getting married? No, I wouldn't have uh, them Lyman never wanted a girlfriend. I'm no. like you, I wouldn't have them around. Me neither. Why? Well, I just don't want them myself. You want trouble? Yeah, put that on her finger. Yeah. You never thought of getting married? No. Come on. No, sir. I thought of my curry curry. I never, never thought of it. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Women are not coming to these guys. Let's be <laughs> honest. These boys experience judgment on every level. And yeah. even the people who are protecting them will judge them. But they will protect them. For them, it didn't seem like either of them had... didn't seem like any of them had ever considered companionship as an option. Yeah. It seemed like... I mean, you know... Judging how happy Delbert was at his party dancing with the ladies, I think he would have liked to. But, but I think at that point it's just easier to say, these people who ran away from me because I smelled bad, that's but, not it. I just, I never really had any time for women. But at least they don't call themselves incels, so. Now the defense attorney points out that the media attention is changing Delbert, and he kind of needs him like he was before. Because now he's becoming more social. He's become much more friendly with a lot of the community. He will say things to cameras and whatever as people come up. And he's getting used to being around people more often. Mm -hmm. But the attorney's like, I need you like go back to smelling like cow balls. Because <laughs> we can't have you looking too with it here. A lot of the community does think he did it. But they don't care. They think it was a mercy killing. He did what he knew to do. There's some stark reality in this documentary too. Shot of some cats, and one of them looked like he'd been hit by a car. Oh, we see a pig get slaughtered. That was some stark shit. I that mean, was, I've actually never seen that in my life. I had before a long time ago, but it had been a long time. I haven't, I hadn't Not a pig, seen though. like a... Uh, Not a pig, the, uh, other animals, but... I mean, I've seen, uh, I've seen animals get skinned, but I sure. hadn't really seen one of that size get killed. And that was... 
That was pretty harsh. It was. Like, he comes in with what... I don't know what kind of gun exactly. But then they slit the thing's throat. And there's that part where the pig is just standing there bleeding out. It's mm-hmm. been stunned. Almost like it's... The life is draining from this pig. And it's, you can see it almost resigned to its fate. Yep. It's intense. And you being someone who doesn't eat pork. I've gone uh, some time now without pork. And I do like pigs. And, I mean, I'm... I do eat other meat. Yeah. And this can happen to other animals, too. There's something about a pig that I really like, though. I thought that might have been a little harder for you than it was for me, seeing it, as how... It was heavy. You, you do go on these things about how pig DNA is the closest thing to human DNA. Yeah. And it's just too much. It Yes. I'm, I did not take the scene easily, but I felt responsible... A, a responsibility to pay attention. Fair enough. And, no, it wasn't fun, for sure. But I should probably not eat meat, but I might give it a little bit more time with Dude, some beef. I understand. I love fish, too. Like, fish is fish fucking is great. Fish is good. Delbert, with his neighbor, demonstrates how they said he'd done it. Delbert looks like he's having a lot of fun uh, recreating, smothering someone by putting his hand over their mouth. I bet you Delbert's got some strong fucking hands, too. Yeah. However, it was already said here that Bill was uh, Bill was stronger. Oh, yeah. That Delbert couldn't do that. I forget who said that, but it was thought that Bill had more power. Delbert points out that he doesn't have markings. If if there was a struggle, he didn't seem to... Of course, he also looked completely dirty and dinged up just from farm living to begin with. Yeah, it's really hard to say. And this is when we get a first mention of incest. Country folks can survive. (sighs) Okay. It's fucking interesting because we're talking to the folks. We're talking to this guy, the, one of the neighbors. They talk about how they did a rape test on Bill's body. And they had said that they slept together. I think that was true, but we don't know if it was sexual, but it, these were dirt poor folk. Yeah, the way this dude explained it was that when you were kids, you know, back when they were back when they were little, that was what you did when you lived in a house that didn't have heat. Yeah. You all slept in the same bed for warmth. And he said they just probably just kept doing that. Uh, he says something along the lines of... What were they looking for? Looking for sperm in Bill's body. That was because they always slept together. But if they'd found it or not, what the hell difference that make? We got a lot of goddamn guys down in New York City where you boys are from to sleep together. <laughs> and they ain't doing it just because it's a way of life either. I mean, that would have no bearing on the case whatsoever in my mind. We have lesbians and gay people all over, so why the hell they was bothering with Bill and Delbert? I don't understand that part, but they were just fishing for something to justify what they were doing. They slept together like them boys in New York City do. Uh, Incest and homosexuality, obviously, very different things there. But this guy, this neighbor says that he don't judge, so what? No heat, they all slept together. He seems to be preparing himself for the fact that if evidence of incest does pop up that he doesn't give a fuck either way he actually accepts this to this community these boys are sad they're gross mm-hmm. they're simple but it also in their mind it seems like that rule certain rules don't apply to them as it would apply to them themselves and their more so-called civilized ways of living. They let the ward boys get away with even the idea of shit that's like, 
Because in reality, you should be incest. Oh God, no! You know, any yeah. regular oh, person will be like that. But the community's like, well, these ain't just regular people. These are the ward boys. So if we find out they uh, really went hard on some lonely New York winter nights, who are we to judge? Nobody ever been in their house. I think one of their cousins maybe went in once in 20 years. We see a younger guy doing stable work with the wards. There was like see him. one other person who was around. We didn't really hear from him. Now, their farm life is very stark. We see multiple dogs on chains. And it's like, man, just let the just unchain the dog. <laughs> Why are you keeping the dogs on the they seem to really love animals, but it could also be very kind of straight up cold as a farmer needs to be to take care of business. I like when they were watching a, a Connie Chung special on themselves. Our first story is about some people you just don't see on television. I mean, they're almost from a different era. It's sort of unbelievable. Well, you just have to see this story. The neighbor, they're he's watching it with the ward boys, and he's on the TV. Talking about how slow and simple, how these boys couldn't do anything because they don't know anything, how stupid they are. It's hard to put into words just how simple they really are. They're never really grown up. They're just plain simple boys. Little boys. Little man's faces. While he's like sitting right next to him. I mean, I was trying to watch his face for some kind of recognition to be ashamed or offended or i didn't see much no i think they almost seemed proud in the way some of them responded after it was all over yeah they talked about connie chung coming out to their town when i saw connie chung i forgot how much of a crush i used to have on connie chung as a kid i used to think she was a babe i haven't seen her in a while where is connie chung i don't know it's a good question married to maury povich as far as i know still what you know maury povich i do yeah, they're married. Right on. Yeah? <laughs> Good for them, I think. Delbert also named all his turkeys after the documentary film crew. And it seemed like if he liked you, he'd name an animal after you. Okay, right on. Then, But then he'd kill it in front of you. Hi, <laughs> hey, I'd name this one you. <laughs> the defense attorney speaks to the community. And he says, there was sperm found on some pants and on William. Country boy can survive. He doesn't say whose sperm it was. You know, he doesn't say Delbert sperm. They said that they found sperm. He said they didn't even bother to check. They didn't bother to check whose sperm it was? Yeah. No one bothered to check whose sperm it was, whether it was Bill's. Look. Whether it was one of the brothers or whether it was from one of the cows. Because, you know, that's sometimes true. Some when you're... On. Yeah. That seems like a fun Sometimes career. when you're a farmer, you have to inseminate a mammal. Yeah. You gotta have strong arms for that. They also didn't change their clothes very regularly. They didn't bathe hardly much at all. Yeah, that lady from the beginning said, like, sometimes they might not have changed their clothes for six months. So it wouldn't... It doesn't seem like something unusual in light of that, that William would have, like, some cum crusted on his clothes, you know? From whatever. So the prosecution then posits... It no longer is a mercy killing. Believe it or not... It's a sex gone bad murder. I think the allegation, perhaps along with some other things, is that Delbert and William were having sex, uh, that a fight occurred, and that Delbert killed William. That's, that's incredible. That's what the new theory may very well be. The defense attorney is genuinely pissed. You can tell he actually seems to care about this. But... He does. I am so upset and I don't know what else to do. If I could, I told somebody over here, if God were to tell me today I'm going to die, 
The first person I, this is great for them. The first, the first person I would kill is Mr. Serial. I don't have any problem with a guy prosecuting a case to the best of his ability. They're going beyond that. I think they look like a bunch of fools in Connie Chung's story. I don't know, where a state police officer has the guts to tell the national television, I know he did it. I didn't like his face, didn't like his mustache, and I didn't like his voice. But after a while, I started to think that maybe he actually did care about what happened to these guys. Now, the trial pretty much begins. And in a trial like this, you gotta have, like, no doubt in your mind. The sex gone bad thing, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That seems like some tabloid trash. Like, say they were committing incest. Yeah. Country folks can survive. Why would that make them kill each other? You know what I'm saying? If the incest was real. Country boy can survive. Why would they then be like, I had sex with my brother and now I kill him? If there was that was really going on, I'm sure it'd be far from the first time that ever happened. And I feel like if someone was going to kill someone else over incest, it would have been the receiver of the incest killing the person who yeah. perpetrated it. Yeah. So if Bill had done that to Delbert and Delbert killed him, smothering him in sleep that would make a lot more sense but even the charge of just smothering him in his sleep or to death or whatever it's kind of thin because they live together so everyone's dna is like piled on top of each other everywhere you know that you saw that place they didn't clean it the only true witnesses are the other living brothers and they say delbert didn't do it from my perspective they actually don't have a lot of to, they don't have a lot. The prosecution doesn't have any real claim on what's going on here. Except for the official police report. And the, yeah, that's right, because Delbert did technically confess. He did. And the sex gone bad move appears to be an angle to appeal to the pearl-clutching country jurists, you know. <laughs> true, true. Which could work, you know, I don't know, but it seems pretty grasping to me. But as we, uh, as we found out, the... Uh, some people don't even care about that. If they were having sex with each other, that's just the ward boys. That's how they are. I don't want to give all my Herzogs away before the end of the episode, but damn, they did a great job. Documentary crew's barely there. You're mostly hearing just from these country folk. Yeah. I texted uh, Mr. Moody without I was watching this, and he responded very quickly. That incest stuff's pretty cool, huh? Country boy can survive. And I <laughs> blocked him. Yeah, after you, gotta, that. you gotta watch out for that guy. They put Lyman on the stand. Nervous Lyman. Oh my god. Two different occasions. Because there's apparently uh, uh, some records that he had sent to the police that Delbert told him that he had killed William. Whoa. Like the night of. But the entire time, he's hyperventilating. He's freaking the fuck out. And there's he's a freaking one... out. He's shaking. It looks like he's having a heart attack. You feel so... Yeah, he's like having a full-blown fucking panic attack where he's just like... His head's down and he is like shaking just completely uncontrollably. He had confessed as well. Lyman said that Delbert had told him. But later Lyman said that they didn't. He and Roscoe both say that. Roscoe said that he just walked in and found the body. Why would Lyman say that? I don't know. It seemed, well, the theory by the defense is false confession here. And it seems like if these boys truly are simple, that it would be easy to goad them into saying something against their own interest again. Anyway, they, I like uh, they talk about TV shows and what they watch on TV because they just got a TV. Oh, yeah. They love them some Matlock. Yeah, Matlock. My grandma loves so much of it. My grandma loved Matlock. Dude, I loved Matlock. Her and Delbert could have like hooked up. Dude. My grandma and Delbert, she's still alive. He's not. 
But I, well, I mean, you know, the world, uh, life is just full of missed opportunities. He could have showed her how to make a newborn calf stand up, you know? And she, <laughs> anyway. I'm not even going to touch that. That's your grandma, Bobby. I, I don't even know why I went there. Country folks can survive. Okay, so where are we even at right now? I think we're at the closing arguments now. Might as well be. Damn, let's get this over with. The jury returns. Second degree murder. That's the charge. Mm-hmm. Mr. Frederick, the uh, court has uh, received the uh, verdict sheet, and I now ask you as the foreman of this jury, have you in fact reached a verdict in this case? Yes, I have. What is the uh, verdict of this jury in connection with the crime of murder in the second degree? Have you found the defendant guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. Not guilty? Boom, city folk. Get the fuck out of our county. Go back to your big city of Utica. Uh, In Albany. Go back to your Albany. fucking Albany. Piece of shit. Get out of Munsville. Madison County, New York. Why don't you go back to Scranton? Ooh, I'm a big boy from Sycamore or whatever. Syracuse. Look at me. I really wonder, with the community rallying behind them, if he wouldn't have gotten off even if he was guilty. You know, I maybe, maybe. Because the testimony is like, no, he couldn't have done that. For me, looking at it from a juror's point of view, a responsible juror's point of view, there's not enough evidence dictating 100%. Or they could have at least had him declared incompetent. It, yeah. Or uh, is that the right word that you would use? Not incompetent, but... Uh, unable to stand trial due to mental deficiencies or yeah, something. Yeah, pretty much. Like, all talked about him like he had a serious intellectual disability. It seems like there's as much evidence that he did do it as there is that he didn't do it. It's true. And so, I guess based on that, I'd probably say not guilty, too. But almost all that's... all that's. I mean, there's definitely more than a shadow of a doubt, so you gotta let the guy off, right? Yeah. But also, I, I'm, I was still trying to figure out the motive. Yeah. The motive never made sense to me. Like, okay, they well, were they were asking him how his brother would, like, get him up to go feed the animals or something mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Yeah. When that didn't need to be done until, like, at least maybe five or six in the morning, right? So Delbert does they were like, so how... did, did you hate him because he woke you up too yeah, much? Is yeah. that maybe why you wanted to kill him? That's Delbert kind of, like, talked maybe a little too much. Maybe it was a little too honest about very small feelings he had here and there. But you know what? He was talking about a lot of shit that would piss you off if you had to sleep in a bed with your brother for your entire life. I imagine there's got to be some resent here, some real loneliness here. Oh, hell yeah. Jeez. You're all each other has, and all of you smell bad. Yeah. and But you can't tell because you've been smelling that way forever, I guess. I mean, a cow could have done it. With the DNA going mm-hmm. on, you could just say a cow mm-hmm. did it. A, a gobbler did it. Do you think uh, if, say, Delbert... Well, the community theory was that if he did kill him, it was a mercy killing. Yeah. But that's not the prosecution theory because that's an admittance that he did it. Or the defense, pardon me, is saying he outright didn't. So they can't go up there and just say mercy killing. No, they can't. But the prosecution loses. It seemed like the prosecution was was thinning things out a little too much, throwing a lot against the wall. Yeah, well then, of course... I mean, this was definitely far, long before Blue Lives Matter, but the police, the policeman was definitely getting up there and saying, like, are you trying to tell me that 
both the medical records and the official statement by the police are wrong. Telling me that us police officers would ever be disingenuous? When in fact, there were two different medical professionals on the stand as witnesses. Yeah. And one of them had said, no nah, man, this is a heart attack. Yeah. This does not fit with what I know strangulation to be. However, the other one who had said that he had suffocated his brother. Yeah, but admitted he couldn't be 100% sure about that. He couldn't be 100% sure and only changed it to murder after... The police report. After he read the police report. Before that, he hadn't really seen any signs of foul play. But but, But he's doubling down on it for some fucking reason. But Delbert Ward, not guilty. I love that sign that says, Delbert Ward, not guilty, ham and beef dinner (laughs) outside of the restaurant. The point of leaving this, leaving this film, seemed a little more popular, seemed a little more happier. People are like honking at the Ward brothers when they're driving their tractor into Munsville. Do you think they stayed friends with the rest of the community after all that? Do you think they, uh... I think it was like a... After the excitement died down, do you think they maintained friendships? I think it was a pretty consistent wave from the porch kind of relationship. Okay, cool. I, I mean, think, that's probably better than they had. I think, yeah. I think if they just got ignored less. And William, So people were writing, like, stay sweet in their yeah. yearbooks. And yeah, yeah. Like, love ya, not I love you. you love know? ya. Yeah, Y-A. L-U-V-Y-A. And Delbert's like, look, she loves me. And it's like, someone has to say, no, that means they just want you to be a friend, unfortunately. Love ya is like saying, ew. Yeah. <laughs> if she said, I love you in your yearbook, she would have written down her phone number, so... Yeah. Like a love you minus the I, maybe. There might be something there. But a love ya? Y-A? Yeah. No, that's just a... That's platonic, bud. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe sometimes trying to feel out the situation, but usually platonic. Yes. Platonic. Well, now that we've figured out the mystery of the Ward Boys' yearbooks. um, (laughs) The rest of them died in 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 the odds. Yeah. Bobby... We don't rate documentaries by stars. No shit. Yeah. Stars are for communists. Hell yeah. Are for Hollywood sidewalks. Oh my God. Oh God. Throw up. You know we don't fuck around with that Hollywood bullshit here. That's right. We rate documentaries by Herzogs. Anti-Hollywood director Werner Herzog. Anti-Hollywood director Werner Herzog. How many Herzogs do you give? What was this called? Brothers it was the Ward Boys when I watched it on YouTube. Yeah, that was, there was I'll, a fake title, so I was able to watch it illegally. Brothers Keeper by Joe Berlinger and Bruce Sanofsky. I thought it was great. This is kind of what my brain thinks a documentary should be. Agreed. And it had that classic documentary touch. There were some moments, especially with the elderly folk, talking about how they helped the Ward Boys and also talking about not want to hang out that much with the mm-hmm. Ward Boys. Kind of reminded me of a, like an Errol Morris scene in some of his earlier movies. The incest stuff. I know Chris Smooty, the guy who recommended this, real is really into that. Yeah, he shit. was telling me he was like, "God, there's so much incest in it. You're gonna love it." It seems like he's fo- he was focused really hard on that. But I gotta say, all in all, put this together as a nice slice of life of a rural area that even I, being from a rural area, don't know that much about. It still seems like the a lot of the mentality applies, though. Oh, absolutely. Rednecks everywhere. I gotta say, I thought it was great. I'm gonna give it five Herzogs. Motherfucker. Yeah. Wow. I'm going for Damn. it. Damn. I think, what What more could this documentary have? You got a point. I like that it wasn't a bunch of over-stylized bullshit. Shit was stark. 
and it was straightforward. It was stark. It was real. They did not try to over. They didn't try to overcountrify these people. No, they weren't just letting these guys talk and then like cutting in scenes of broken down tractors in a field or like yeah a dead car with vines growing out of it or some shit like. You just, like, they were filming the subjects yeah. and letting everything that naturally was just come out. Yeah, with the Ward boys, you don't you don't say things like, we need a few more rustered out tractors over Mm-mm. here. They're there. Fuck no. They come pre-there. That guy's got tractor grease and horse cum all over his pants. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't check for horse cum. They did not check for horse cum. I mean, it's still up in the air what kind it was. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically they didn't have to try to make it what a, to turn this into like a gothic south sort of tale. But guess what? You know what made me feel better about it? What? This one was not in the south. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Nice change of pace. Yeah, it's nice to see some Yankee Hicks take center stage every now and then. And get accused of incest at the same time? Oh my god. I mean, I was born in Arkansas. Yeah. Seeing that was refreshing. Yeah. Not the incest part necessarily, but to see someone from another state <laughs> having incest insinuations directed at them. Cool. I'm all about incest insinuations directed any place else but here. Or Arkansas. Or Arkansas. I'm just tired of it. I'm fucking tired of it, dude. Yeah. I usually don't tell people. I'm like, oh, I'm from Alabama. And they're like, oh, so you're in the KKK. And I'm like, I'm having the balance being accused of being a clan member and accused of incest. Tennessee, like, between, uh, yeah, they always forget it's about. It's really hard stereotypes to weigh against each other. Alabama also has a rich civil rights history full of, like, mythic civil rights figures. Sure as fuck does. But let's talk about cousin fucking. Tennessee does, <laughs> Tennessee does have, like, Nashville and like Memphis blues, mm-hmm. like music mm-hmm. foundations to like misdirect its bullshit past. But there's... oh, that's true. So it's like, oh, what about Nashville? Uh, what about uh, them ribs in Memphis? You know, but in Elvis. Alabama, you can't say like, oh yeah, what about Mobile? <laughs> what about what about uh, what about <laughs> Birmingham? Birmingham's a beautiful city. Not awful cities. Yeah, I did an entire radio show on the just. Yesterday, on the music that came out of the black community in Mobile. Oh, yeah. Um, and some of them tracing their lineage back to the slave ship Clotilda, which is brought into Mobile Bay illegally after the import of enslaved people was illegalized. Blah, blah, blah. Super fucking rich musical history there, but a lot of white people didn't know about it. But no, they want to talk about incest. How many Herzogs do you give Brothers Keeper? I give this like a... Go for it, Johnny. Just do it. No, honestly, I'll give it a four and a half. Okay. That's good for you. I cannot get you to hit a five. It's very hard to get you to hit a five. You know what? That's the thing. I just have a hard time committing. Yeah. Five is a commitment. (laughs) Five would say like, this is my favorite documentary ever. Oh, no. Like that would put it above anything else I've ever watched. You know, we didn't give Shirkers a 10 out of 10, but in my mind... It's one of those ones that I've, I've thought about a lot since we've done it. Ooh, I think it is. Was, Shirkers think, was fucking beautiful. I think it is technically a 10 out of 10, Doc. But you take my five with your four and a half for Brothers Keeper. And, you know, later on I might reevaluate it. Like, it's a... Uh, sure. I might think about it later and be like, uh, I might take a Herzog away. 9.5 out of 10... Damn straight. Herzogs for Brothers Keeper by Joe Berlinger and Bruce Sanofsky. 
I got to give it to our requesters. They're picking some good shit. Yeah, they are. All right. Uh, keep the cum in your pants. <laughs> and keep on talking. two Robert Altman movies and almost survived them. <laughs> Which ones did you watch? Oh, um, Nashville, obviously. That's a good one. And Popeye. Makes you wonder, don't it? Oh, Popeye. <laughs> Popeye is fucking crazy. It is. Man, Altman is, he can go from great to like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, it was one of those things, I'm, you know me, I'm a huge fan of what the fuck moments. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of what the fuck cinema and that was just a giant pile of what the fuck to the point where I couldn't finish it he wouldn't even shoot a cat if he's half dead talking about killing Bill no way the set design was amazing just (laughs) the entire like almost shack skyscrapers on the side of the mountain this is incredible now the brothers Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying back to it because all of a sudden I'm talking about Popeye. Hey, I'm down with that, always. Fine, Popeye, the sailor. Popeye, the sailor man. I'm from the finish of the I'm Popeye, the sailor I want some girl locus, which hates all polocus, what hates honey up and square em. Why pips and I bottom and always outrub them, but none of them get nowhere. If anyone dances to risk me this, it's pop and it's wham understand. So we could behave with and go one life saver with Popeye the tail of I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm strong to the finish, cause I eat the finish. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Piece of shit. <laughs>